against the Ravens. Chip kind of mentioned this as <coughs> something of an intermediate step, you know, getting him more toward a game. How does it get him closer to game action? Well, I think this at, at this part of training camp, and it's, this is really good that we're doing this because we really we really enjoyed doing it the last two years with the Patriots. Um, we're about getting to that point where we want to see other opponents. And so for us to do this here prior to the game in a controlled setting, I think is, is very important. We're going to see a, another defense, another group of the defensive players, uh, different philosophy defensively, and it'll be good for him to kind of get almost a pregame type setting. Yeah, we don't get to talk to Chip until tomorrow, but it seems relevant for today. From a coaching staff standpoint, given that all the, there's been some bad, bad fights in these joint yeah. practices, have you guys re-emphasized re or each day leading up the importance of trying to keep it cool? And well, we're only going to go on what we, the last two years with the Patriots. We, we kind of made our statements up front and said that we, we, we just don't want it to happen. And we're going to expect both teams to be professional and, um, and guard against it. I mean, it seems like, I think other We can't teams, really worry about other teams, right. but, but. They've all said that they've tried to tell their guys too when yeah. this happens. So, well, I mean, is there a. We'd like to think that uh, we're not going to have them. But we've I've certainly talked about it. I mean, that's part of what you do when you when you plan to practice together or train together, is you set the schedule and then you set the ground rules and then we're going to do this in this period. And then certainly as the overriding part of that is we're all going to be professional and try to get better. Josh Huff wasn't targeted at all against the Colts. Was there a reason for that or just because it was a, only a handful of plays? No, it's just he was only in there for a handful and uh, there was no reason for it. Sometimes that sometimes that happens. Will Demarco be a full go? We'd be in there in team drills today. And doing yeah, he'll be out here training today. Um, as much, and, and we've got a little rotation going. We're going to try to use our whole roster, so the ones, twos, and threes will all get reps throughout the, the training session. Someone said last week that uh, he's holding Murray back because of his workload in 2014. How do you implement a guy into the offense when he's learning it? Um, yet at the same time, don't allow him to work full-time. Well, I think here's, here's the way I like to look at it is we had almost 2,000 reps in the spring that he was involved in, in, in many of those. We've got a long line of running backs that need to get work, and we're just kind of balancing it out. You know, they're, when they're in there, they're trying to get explosive efforts and play hard, and um, that can be said for all guys. Yeah, having the depth and skill positions that you have this year at, at running back and receiver and even inside end, what does that give you guys uh, from a, a game planning and play calling standpoint that maybe you haven't had the last couple years? Well, the, we, we'd like to be able to, whatever the 45-man roster or 46-man roster works out to be, we want that to be, we want every offensive player, especially skilled player, we want to be able to rotate them in and go. Um, certainly, you could see some of the benefits of playing with tempo last week, and we were just rolling guys. And so... Uh, when you have a lot of guys that you count on and, and you feel good about, um, then you don't worry about what plays you call. You just you just call them and oh gee, that's a good one for him. And you know you, you worry less about being so strategic about where things are going, and then just get the ball spread out. You say you're, you're, you're the uh, faction. You have an in and out, but Matthews isn't out. He, he's always in. No, not really. Not really. Not always. I mean, we have a we have a rotation at the running back position, much like we do at tight end or receiver. And again, I think you got to be careful. You got to be careful to 
say with the ones with the twos with the, you know we have drills out there where we run play one after the other and it's just the next the next guys are in so you could see Sam Bradford with guys that you might consider to be backups and vice versa so I think you got to be careful when you're watching our training sessions there's some uh, is that well if that's the yeah. question well my question is, is, is why does he need those reps and DeMarco does not need well, I think he's out there and he's practicing, and, and he, I, I wouldn't say he's doing anything any more than if, if DeMarco was out there, he'd be in the rotation smoothly with him. At, at the same time, though, you guys kind of look at like this week and next week as kind of a, you know, an opportunity, I guess, a chance to like increase DeMarco's reps, I mean, to kind of get him ready for the season. Kind of yeah, I, that way. yeah, he's a veteran player, and, and, and he'll get himself ready to go, and it, it'll be within the structure that we have for him. We're not we're not as concerned about it as I feel this line of questioning. On, on Saturday Am night, I sensing you, something here? Uh-huh. On, on Saturday night, what do you need to see from Bradford that would give you confidence in that he's back? Well, we feel like he's back. We just want to see him go out and execute efficiently and move the team and, and get us in the end zone. That's that's what we want him to do. We want him to go out, execute efficiently, move our team, and get us in the end zone. That's what we're looking for. I don't mean to be trite, but that's that's really what we want from our quarterbacks. Seen out of John Mott in terms of, in the context of him being away from the sport for a while, do you see a guy who's looks recommitted? Do you see a guy who's adjusting to get back? Do you see a guy who fits right in? I just see a guy that's probably made the most improvements of anybody, but he had the furthest to come because he didn't have the benefit of the spring. Uh, but he's done a good job. He battled in there um, uh, on Sunday, and he had more, way more good plays than bad. Um, anybody that played a lot the other night made mistakes, but I thought like he, uh, in our eyes, we feel like he made progress. Uh, Tebow played with the fourth unit a lot, and Barkley was the third. Is there any plans to get a fair evaluation of them and maybe switch that around in a game situation? It's in pencil. We have some ideas about how we're going to change the quarterback rotation uh, this coming week, but we haven't solidified it yet. Um, you know, we really expect the quarterbacks to go out and perform regardless of who they're playing with. You know, it goes back to the using all the guys on the roster. And so, um, you know, we feel like we can, whether you're playing behind the, the second, third, or fourth line, uh, we expect the quarterbacks to perform. So, Tomlinson tight end caught some balls. Sure did. Did he show you anything in that? Yeah, I, you know he was uh, he was targeted quite a bit, and again it comes in bunches. You know Huff didn't get any, but he got a bunch, and who would have thought? Um, but uh, he did a good job. There was some there were some catches he made where his run after catch was terrific. He caught a couple balls in a crowd. Um, and so he, he, you know, he did some really, really good things in our mind. And like you said, he got targeted and he made the best of them, those opportunities. So uh, he just needs to build on that now. Not really a pass catcher in college at all. Well, again, he wasn't targeted. But I'm assuming if they'd have thrown it to him, whatever their offensive scheme is, he would have caught it. Are you guys com comfortable with Huff in that, you know, he only played 14 snaps in that first game. Like, a lot of the starters. Are you comfortable with a guy who didn't really play a lot last year, missed 
four games, missed almost all the preseason. Put it having him in that kind of um, rare air. No, I, I think we're 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 comfortable with him, and we're comfortable with the progress he's making through through the training. You know, there's a lot that goes out here on the pra goes on out here on the practice field, and uh, there's still a lot of preseason football to be played, and, and he's going to get a lot of that. So, you know, I think when you look at the first preseason game, you know, we all want to try to quantify the how muches and the how goods. Uh, there, there's a lot left to do here. There's a lot of water that's got to run under the bridge before we, we put that final roster together. And these guys are going to get a lot of opportunities. That's the beauty of what we're doing here. We're going to be able to compete in a team environment against another opponent. And so some of the guys that are only going to play partially in the game are going to get a lot of, you know, a lot of good reps against a really good opponent. I wouldn't say that. I, I think he, he's performed well when he's been in there. Uh, but again, that, that decision hasn't been made yet. So how do you see that competition going? I think Andrew's doing a good job, and I think the other guys that, that you're going to ask me about are also making progress. Is he still kind of, you know, an even competition? I mean, so you don't think there's any separation at all yet? I just said he's doing a good job. We haven't, we haven't decided yet what's happening there. We're still rotating guys through. And keep in mind, when you see, and again, you're, I'm sure you're all keeping track of who's in there at all. If you're not one of the five, then you have to be, you have to have position, you know, flexibility. And so you're seeing guys training at different positions because if you line up on game day and you're six or seven, you may have to back up the center and the guard or the guard and the tackle and, you know, all the different combinations that we go through. So that's part of the training uh, when you find a starter is until you become that guy, you know, because, until you become Jason Peters, you gotta you gotta move around and do the other things as well. Is Tobin gonna get light guard snaps this preseason? Uh, it's in pencil. We'll see. We'll see. Wouldn't that seem to hinder Mama's chances of making the team because he's working exclusively right guard as opposed to training a tackle or center? I don't know that. He has history of playing other positions. Right now, for him, and really what we have to do for him to catch up on all the stuff that we you know that we've done in the spring and in the two years prior, it helps him to do it by learning one spot. Now, certainly, he's learning all the other positions as well. Just kind of get him up to speed. If, I, if you can clarify something you said about the quarterback rotation, is that in regards to like how, how much all four would play, you know, Bradford obviously in there, or was it in, in regards to the order? No, I think everything re with regards to the quarterback is in pencil right now. And order and how much, I guess. I don't, you know. We haven't, like I said, we haven't solidified or really you know, totally decided how we're going to play that yet. Pat, it seems like a lot of the offense and drills, um, I don't know, emphasis or just the way it presented itself, I should say, but uh, the short passing, um, it's was a going deep a lot. Is that by design or is it just the way the quarterbacks are seeing the open guys? Or? No, I mean, we have plenty of short intermediate concepts and we have deep to short concepts. And I don't know, I think, I, I feel like we're throwing the ball deep at times in practice, you know? In 2013, you spent most of the season with four backs on the roster. Last year, with four tight ends. What dictates whether you go four in the backfield or four tight ends? Well, those are decisions we have to make, you know. And you, 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 you two examples of of years when the rosters are different. So we'll just have to see. And again, we're going to try to pick the best 53 guys 
And then within that, you know, we'll have a certain number of skill players, and then we'll play offense based on what they can do best. And that's sort of what we do. Matt, when you evaluate Kenny, is it, how is it, is it a fair evaluation? Because he's moving to a position he hasn't really played at the NFL level and obviously involves technique and different things that he's not accustomed to doing as a quarterback. So when you're evaluating, is it more on potential or can he, do, you, do you look for more, that, more so improvement as opposed to someone who's been playing wide receiver for a while and may have that no, down? A, I, I don't think you said it's not fair. I, I think what we're doing is fair. I think he's out there competing. And what he's showing us is that he can play, be a guy who can play a lot of different positions. And the more you can do, you know, the more valuable you become. So um, I, I'm not quite sure yeah, what you're getting at. But that, I just meant, you know, for a guy who hasn't played some of the things you're asking to do in the NFL. I he's would, a football player. Right. But I and he's out there playing football. Okay. You know, so. What do you judge him, though, against a player who's played the position? We're asking for, Sproles for... to play wide receiver and running back. Is that fair? Well, he's done it in the NFL quite a lot in his career. Well, but we're asking him to do two things, right? He's comfortable we're asking now. guards to play tackle, centers to play guard. You know, so there's, there's kind of that multiplicity that you try to build in a, in a player. And really, the more you can do, the more valuable you are to the team. So that's, that's sort of the way we look at it. Yeah. Now, when you, were, when you were here as an assistant, John was here, did you yeah. guys ever talk about being a head coach together? And what have you admired about him as a head coach? Yeah, we were certainly we were all back in the vet together on on Coach uh, on Andy's original staff. So we had a lot of stuff going on. We didn't have much time to talk about much at that time. We were just trying to get this thing figured out the best we could. Um, but certainly, John's done an outstanding job. I, is this his eighth eighth season? Um, um, Super Bowls. You know, I, I competed against him four times when I was in Cleveland. Um, and he's just a solid, he's a solid football coach that, that really provides a very clear direction for their organization. And I think that's what, that's what it, it starts with. And um, he's done a great job. And I'm, you know, I'm happy for him. We're friends. You know, we talk frequently in the off season or at NFL functions. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, being around him and competing against his team. Is there a trademark, is there a trademark of this team that you can say, well, they've got a really fine quarterback, you know, and they do a good job of scoring points. And then they've always been very stout on defense. You know, I think that can be said. And then with this special teams background, you know, they're always very solid uh, on special teams. So it's, it's a good rounded, hard-nosed football team, and that's what gives them a chance. Zach versus Well, he'll have to get up to, you know, get back to, to full speed when he comes back. And, you know, he's, he's got a memory bank of reps, and he's been around for two years now. So he'll get back to full speed quicker than most.